amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, well-beings? I'm Kelly Noonan-Gorris, and this is The Heal Podcast. Every Thursday, I interview the leading experts in health and healing, as well as real people with extraordinary healing stories. Whether you want to heal a physical diagnosis, a mental health issue, a past trauma, or heal our planet, The Heal Podcast is for you. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that one episode that holds the answers you've been searching for. You can follow us on Instagram at at HealDocumentary and at Kelly Gores and catch episode clips on Heal Documentary's YouTube channel. Don't forget to tune in every Thursday anywhere podcasts are found. Hi, I'm Maddie Orlando, and this is my sister, Lauren. Hi. We have an eight-year age gap. So we don't always agree on everything, but at least we have different perspectives. On this podcast, we discuss basically anything you would talk about with your own sister. So, welcome to our fam. Hey guys, I'm Maddie. And I'm Lauren. And welcome or welcome back to the podcast. If you're not watching right now and you can't see me… Uh, Lauren, you can explain my my little costume, my getup for today. Yeah, Maddie is wearing a hot pink cowboy hat that says birthday princess in sparkly letters. So I know. she definitely has a new look for today. Yeah, because if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, which is Friday, it's my birthday. So I'm 25. Ooh. Well, not today, but I will be 25 on Friday, mm-hmm. um, which is a little terrifying, but it's fine. I mean, like… The last time I checked, I was 23 because that's when COVID started. Yeah. I was 23. And I'm like, okay, I feel good about being 23. I'm like early-ish 20s still. I still have time to figure my life out. Now I'm 25 and it just seems a lot more real. Like life and like Mm -hmm. figuring things out, what I want to do with my life seems a little more urgent. So it's okay. (laughs) So I was going to ask, how do you feel about being 25? But I feel like you answered that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not 25 yet, so it's hard to say. But I think I'm going to have a great birthday. I'm super excited. We had a really fun weekend last weekend. And I think this next weekend coming up is going to be super fun as well. So I have no complaints. And I'm just joking about being upset about being 25. I feel like I have like accepted my age now. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not a person who like dreads my birthday really. So it's all good. <laughs> okay. Well, do you want to give a little update on how last week's shenanigans were? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess last time we talked to you guys, we were planning the party. Yes. And the party happened. We filmed a really funny video that I need to like post. I don't know. I don't know if people in the video will want me to post it. I know. But it was hilarious watching the footage back. 
The party was super fun. I think it was a success, I would say. Like everything mm-hmm. went pretty smoothly. Everyone told me that they had a good time. And I feel like when it's your party, you're way more harsh about it. Like, mm-hmm. like oh, I hope everyone had fun. But if it was someone else hosting, I would have thought that it was the best party probably. Right. So I think it was successful. Also, I feel like if you had fun, that's probably a pretty good indication that everyone else there also had fun. Because since you were hosting and you had so much to worry about, you probably Mm -hmm. had the least fun of anyone there. Yeah, totally. It was a lot of work until people got there. And then I was like done with my work, which was good. Until the next day, we had to clean everything up. Mm -hmm. But it was just a lot of preparation. And everything worked out really well. I think everyone had a good time. And Abby and Roland, my friends, had a good time. And that was the most important thing. Mm -hmm. We had some really funny but like really cute speeches. Like my dad said something. He made me say something, which was terrible. But um, I was just not prepared at all. And then Abby and Roland said something too. And it was just so cute and like funny. I don't know. Mm -hmm. No, I think that the video will be really fun to watch because my mom filmed parts of it. I filmed parts of it. You filmed a bit in the beginning. Good thing right? you guys filmed because I totally forgot about it. <laughs> Once the party started, I'm like, I can't like think about anything. I want to make TikToks though. I didn't make any TikToks. Oh gosh, yeah. So I'm kind of annoyed about that, but it's okay. There was we, just, we lived it in real life. True. And there was just so much to remember because when you guys like went to go take pictures, everyone has like their phone, their disposable cameras. They're so like so many cameras. <laughs> so many film cameras and stuff. And then she bought like disposables for the party. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to take pictures on those as well. And I don't even know. The vlog camera too. There was just mm-hmm. so much going on. Polaroid cameras. like There were so many crazy. cameras. But I'm happy we did take photos and like got a lot of cute photos. I'm excited to see the film. That's always a nice surprise when you get it back. Mm-hmm. And the video is really cute. So I think all in all, it was great. I had a really fun weekend. That was Saturday. And then on Sunday, my friend Natalie had a small little get-together in her backyard for my birthday, like a little pre-birthday celebration. I got so many messages and like comments saying happy birthday. Oh gosh. Guys, I have a birthday week. That's the most (laughs) Leo thing ever, but my birthday is actually on Friday. So we're celebrating for five full days. I'm actually just not going to be here on my birthday. So So I guess that means you don't get a cake, Lauren. No, I think we can still have a cake. When? Even if you're not here. (laughs) You can have a cake and then you can Zoom We can Zoom you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be fun. Where are you going to be on your actual birthday? I'll be in Utah. In the desert? Yeah, in the desert. Oh, gosh. Mm -hmm. We're renting um, jet skis and going jet skiing on Lake Powell, which is like a nice lake there, which will be super fun because, like I've mentioned, it's so hot there that we don't really know what we're going to do during the day because we can't really go hiking. And Utah is very much like a exercise spa type of vibe. So we'll, we'll figure it out. I'm sure it'll be really fun regardless. Uh, my friends are really fun to hang out with regardless of what we're doing. So mm-hmm. we'll have a good time. Yeah. I'm super excited. So that brings us into the topic of today's episode, which is the same episode we do every single year on my birthday. And I was trying to think if you did this on your birthday. I don't think we did because I've never made a list. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like I would remember making it. I feel like we should say what the episode is. Yeah. So if you're yeah. not, if you didn't see the title, mm-hmm. this is 24 things that I learned in my 24th year. Yeah. And yeah, we've done this. I think I did 22, 23, and now 24 because this is the third year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it has to be the third year actually. Oh my gosh. Crazy. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How have I never done one of these? Well, you can do it this year in November. The thing is, I just like don't really know what I learned. That's I probably like that's why I've never said. done it. Yeah. yeah. 
it's hard for me. It's like getting harder because every year I have to think of more. True. And they have to be different than the ones from last year. I did not listen to last year's episode. So if I repeat anything, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, You're still learning them, you know? Yeah. I probably learned the same things over and over, but yeah, all in different ways. So like I said, there's a lot of these because I'm, you know, super old. So <laughs> we're going to try to get through them quickly. And not uh, go on too many tangents, but you know us. We're, we get a little distracted. I know. Sidetracked. I honestly, I feel like there's some updates that we didn't even give. Like normally well, our intro is so long. I know. Because we just… Do you want to say more? I feel like I should give a little update. Okay. Go for okay. it. Okay. So a few things happened this past week. I got my hair dyed for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty fun. And Maddie got her hair done as well. We went to Radford, which is in Toronto. And they were so sweet. They gave us like the whole… The whole package. service, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got highlights, which I've been enjoying. Mm-hmm. I feel like I posted a TikTok and I was like, my transformation. And everyone's like, your hair kind of looks the same. <laughs> but honestly, like to me, it looks a lot different. And I feel like you can notice the difference as well. Yeah, I can definitely tell a difference. And like with hair, if it looked mm-hmm. so shockingly different, you probably wouldn't like it. True. So I feel like most people's hair transformations, unless you're like chopping your hair or dyeing it a completely different color, like it's not going to be that different. You're just yeah. making a few updates. Yeah, and I feel like that's not really what I wanted anyway. Like, I was just looking for some nice summary highlights. Mm-hmm. And honestly, just to get the color that I had when I was younger. It's so yeah, funny. We yeah. were talking about this. I was like, it's kind of ironic that I'm now dyeing my hair to make it look like it did when I was like 10. But mm-hmm. my hair used to get so much lighter in the sun, and now it just doesn't. So Yeah, for sure. I think that's like a normal thing that happens to people when they get older. Mm-hmm. Also, you probably spent more time outside when you were younger. Because we were at the cottage Probably. and stuff all summer. So it makes sense. But I definitely think it looks good. And it's like a subtle change. But it does make a big difference with Thank the color. You. Of course. Any other updates? We have a long a long episode today. so That was kind of like all I really wanted to say. You know, I kind okay. of made a big deal out of it. But I didn't actually have much to say. Okay. So number one. The first thing. Like the most major thing that I would say happened to me this year was launching Artless, my clothing brand, Mm -hmm. because I think that there's so much change that happens from launching a brand, like in every aspect of your life, like your personal life, your obviously your career life, your relationships, your friendships, like everything changes because you have this thing that you're working on. It takes up so much of your focus. So I could make 24 things I learned from launching a brand probably. That could be another episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because it does teach you so much, but I think as my first lesson, like that was such a great learning experience. And it's funny because I think that when you launch something, it grows so fast and you're changing so quickly that at least for me, now I look back at how I felt like in February when we launched, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know anything. Like all the things I've learned since then, like Mm -hmm. how did I not know that? And also like, how did I think that that product was the best that I could do at the time? That's like a good that point. Sense. But honestly, I feel like that's a good thing because it means that you're growing. Like if you look back at that and you were like, that's exactly what I would have done now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that means that you haven't really changed in the past few months, which yeah, I think it's better to be growing and changing and learning than yeah. to be staying in the same place. For sure. I think it's hard when the product development process takes so long because mm-hmm. by the time it comes out, I'm like, oh my God, I could do so much better. Yeah, That's you always say that. a huge problem for me. But it does show the, the growth that happens, I think, in that time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that a lot of people who launch businesses or have a product feel because 
it just, I don't know, makes you grow up really quickly. And I think you learn a lot through the whole process. So mm-hmm. that was definitely my most eventful project or thing that happened to me this year. Otherwise, I feel like most things have kind of stayed the same. Like life changes, obviously, but that was like the main, my main thing. We launched Recess as well, but I feel like your clothing brand is like your thing only mm-hmm. and you spend so much time on it. So that would probably be like your main focus these days. Like, yeah, she's really always working this girl. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot on my plate. But the thing with Recess is since it's content, it mm-hmm. changes every single week. True. Like Artless, I'm very much tied to the products that I, I think of like eight months ago. Yeah. So now I no longer feel like those resonate with me because I can do so much better. Mm-hmm. So you're always or I'm always feeling like, oh, like I wish I could do something differently because I know that I could do it better now because I've learned so much. Right. And you don't know what you don't know, right? Like True. I thought that I knew a lot in February, but now I know that I didn't know anything. And I'm sure that's how I'll be now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like especially since you only recently launched your clothing brand, like now you are doing so much learning. Mm-hmm. And as you gain more experience, like you'll still be learning, but you, like I feel like you will be learning less because you all yeah. already know so much, if that makes sense. Yeah, that was just the main thing from my 24th year was launching the brand. Happy that it actually came out. Um, yes. I had a lot of issues, but that was definitely very exciting and eventful and an amazing learning experience. Number two, I wrote down, we're growing up, but I'll never feel grown up. You don't wake up on your birthday one year and feel old. It's kind of like a gradual evolution of life where things change slowly and you're always looking at people older than you and you're like, oh, they must have it figured out because they're 30 or 40 or 50. Mm -hmm. But those 50 year olds also feel like they're still 25. And they're like, where did my life go? You know? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's so relevant at every point in your life too. Like I'm going into my senior year of high school and it's crazy to me that I'm like the older kid now, you know, because for all of high school and middle school and elementary school, I've looked up to the older kids and been like, wow, they're really old. Yeah. And they like, they must know what they want to do with their life. And they like are mm-hmm. so excited they're going off to university and all this stuff. And I'm like, that's me now. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's weird. I don't feel old. I know. I don't think anyone ever feels old. Like when you looked at the grade 12s when you were in grade 8 or 9, you probably thought they were so big and tall exactly. and grown up. And like, now you're like, wait, I feel like I still look young or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or like I act young, whatever it is. So true. I've had that conversation with my friends so many times. Yeah, I think everyone always feels like that though. So you kind of just have to just know that and like appreciate where you are mm-hmm. and not worry about like, at, when I'm 20, I should be at this place in my life yeah. because you'll probably always feel like you should have been more progressed at the mm-hmm. time because you think that you'll get so much done in the next few years. But then the time comes and you're like, wait, I feel the same as I did like five years ago or whatever. Right. It's kind of crazy. Want big, beautiful, effortless waves just in time for back to school? The Conair Double Ceramic Waver is designed with not just one, but three barrels for deep, continuous waves. Plus, the double ceramic technology provides even and consistent heat, fast styling, and long-lasting waves. With instant heat up, 30 heat settings for every hair type, and turbo heat boost for those difficult-to-style spots, it's easy to get the waves you crave. The wide range of heat options lets you customize styling for flawless results so you can be back-to-school beautiful. With full, flowing waves, now so quick and easy to create at home, you'll always be selfie-ready, on campus and off. Skip the salon and save time. Big, beautiful waves at home. No salon appointment needed. 
What's not to love? Get your waiver delivered to your door just in time for back to school. Ordering this back to school essential for beautiful bombshell waves is easy. To order, just go to conair.com and search waiver. I'm obsessed with this product because I love the way that my hair looks when it's curled. I feel like it really just makes me feel so much more confident and it really ties together my look. But I've found that in the past, it's been so difficult for me to get the results that I'm looking for without going into a salon and having my hair done professionally. But with the Conair Waver, I've been able to create such big, beautiful waves, and I'm so excited to wear them back to school. So if you are also heading back to school in the fall, or even if you're not and you're just looking to create effortless, gorgeous waves, then I definitely recommend heading to conair.com and searching Waver. Now, back to the show. Okay, so the next one is actually kind of similar. I said, you don't need to be able to see years ahead of you and you shouldn't be fixed on the first idea that you had. I'm trying to think of what I meant by this. I think I'm, I'm talking about my business in this in this case, but just like living presently in general, I think is mm-hmm. really important. Um, you don't need to plan your life out 10 years in advance. You don't need to know what you're doing with your life because like I was saying before, life is all about evolution and things happen gradually. It's not like you can set all these goals and then that's your path and that's the way that it's going to be. Right. Okay. So next one. Um, I think I might've said this last year also, but I feel like in my 24th year, I've really learned who my real friends are. And I think I said this because every single year I feel like this in in a more developed way, because I just kind of refine my circle a little bit more. Mm -hmm. I know I've talked about this on the podcast, but like in high school, I had a lot of friends. In university, I had a lot of friends, maybe slightly less friends because I didn't feel the need to be friends with everyone. Right. Because there's just so many more people to like meet and be friendly with if you want to be. So like you can't be friends with everyone. But then post-grad, you refine your circle. And then a few years after, you refine it even smaller and you just make not like cuts. Like I never had any dramatic friendship (laughs) falling outs or anything, but you just drift from people who you're not aligned with. And that's for the best, for sure. Yeah, I mean, I it's hard for me to say because I'm still so young and I'm still in the point at the point in my life where it's like I'm kind of friends with everyone in my grade, you right. know. So it'll be interesting to see like who I stay in contact with after high school and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I think I have like a good sense of who I'm really close enough to like keep those relationships up with and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it is a good point. It's kind of good that you've moved around so much because you've kind of had this happen to you also. Mm-hmm. Like I know I went to a few schools, but not as many as you. So even just living in the same town for my whole life, my whole like childhood, I guess, you kind of know all the same people. So you just stay friends with them. Right. Unless like something bad happens, you kind of just keep your friends that you had. So when you move away, it forces you to like decide who you actually like mm-hmm. and like want to maintain friendships with. But it's a good feeling to be friends with people who align with you, you know? Mm-hmm. Next up, you'll get things done if you need to get them done. I keep adding things to my plate. And even though things are crazy, they do get done. This is like the same thing with everything, with homework, with whatever you have going on. You'll get done the things that you need to get done because they become your priorities. But, you know, not everything. <laughs> you don't need to do everything, but also you can take on more than you think, I think. Mm-hmm. might stress you out though. <laughs> I would say that this was like very relevant to me when I was, in school, like obviously not summer break, Mm -hmm. but I was always so stressed. I was like, I have so much to do. I'm not going to get it done. And then you always get it done eventually. And you'd be like, okay, but then that, if I'm, if I was stressed about something, you'd be like, okay, but like, 
then you're done with it. After Friday, after you take that test or whatever it is, yeah. then you'll be finished with that. And then life goes on, you know? Yep. Yeah. Until the next thing. Mm-hmm. But you know that you'll finish it. Like you can take on more things and you kind of fill your time with whatever you have on your plate. So you can actually get rid of things, but it will still take you the same amount of hours in the day to do the things that you need to do because that's just what humans do. So true. I would say that about the French course that I'm supposed to be taking. Mm, I'm like, I've had all summer to do it. Why have I not started it? And I think it's because like I need to be busy to do stuff. Yeah. You know? If you were busy with school, you probably would have finished it by now. Exactly. And I feel like I just, I'm basically going to wait to do it till I'm at school, like in the, during the school year and stuff, because I need the pressure of having other stuff that I have to get done so that I'm forced to do it at particular times. Mm -hmm. Because having too much time is not necessarily the best thing. You just have to be a real self-starter. Like you have to be able to force yourself to do things Mm -hmm. or be super routine. So like every morning at 10 a.m. you do two hours of French. Like book it into your calendar. But yeah, it's definitely easier to get things done and not procrastinate when you're busy. Okay, next up. I said this year I learned how to control my inner environment, my inner peace, mm-hmm. um, and be less affected by things that are external, which I think is something that's really important because most people or like a lot of people are reactive to the world. But if you're able to control your inner self, that's kind of the only thing that you can control. So then the, the outer things don't bother you as much or they don't matter as much. Are you following? Kind of. So how how have you accomplished this? I think it's just mostly awareness and like slowing down a little bit because most people don't think about that really. Like they just kind of go through life and like react to things in the external world. And obviously you're always like thinking about yourself like because you're, you're living your own life. So you're thinking about how those things affect you. But I think it's kind of awareness of the fact that you can't control anything except for your own mental and like physical state. Like you can only control yourself, Mm -hmm. the way that you feel, the way that you think and the way that you act. That is a good point. I feel like that's a good thing to know how to do. Like Mm -hmm. it's a good skill almost. I don't know that I am really there yet, but sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Okay. So next up, I said, I'm better at giving advice than taking it. And this is because I realized I can tell someone something like they can tell me their problem or whatever they're experiencing and I can give them advice and it's like so clear to me what they should do Mm -hmm. but then I can be in the exact same situation and I'm like what do I do you know what I mean so why do you think that is just because you're like too close to the problem maybe or I just think I'm good at being logical but maybe when you're like in an emotional state it's Mm -hmm. harder to be logical yeah like I can offer anyone logical advice like I don't, I don't know what to say without giving an example about like someone else, which I don't want to do, but right. I'm sure you you guys know what I mean. Right. Like if your friend came to you and they were like, oh, like, I don't know if I should break up with this person, for example, and they gave you all the reasons why they should definitely break up with mm-hmm. them, but they are like too emotionally like attached yeah. or involved to like see that that's the clear and obvious decision. Mm-hmm. Like you from an outside perspective can be like, uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. But it's harder when you are the one who's like involved. Yeah, I think a lot of people are like that actually. Mm-hmm. It's just easier to be like objective and logical when it's not your own issue. But yeah, I'm definitely better at giving advice than taking it. 
Okay. So the next thing I wrote down is I used to be such a goal setter in terms of where I wanted my life to be, like planning out my life path and what I wanted to have accomplished by certain ages. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I've kind of realized that there's no timeline. And I also care less about the social timeline. Like, for example, at one point in my life, like maybe a year ago, I was fixated on moving out in Toronto. I just didn't want to live at home anymore. I was like, I'm 24 years old and I, should, I shouldn't be living at home. Mm-hmm. And I was going to get a condo in Toronto um, with one of my friends. And it was COVID. So my parents were like, it's kind of dumb to like move out during COVID. Like nothing's going on. No restaurants are open. Like what's the point of living in a condo in the city? And I just like felt like I needed to. Right. And now I'm just happy that I didn't because I saved so much money by just staying at home and nothing happened anyways. Like we went into lockdown again. Yeah. Pretty much. And I spent time in LA also where I was able to work. Like my life is not at all settled. And I used to think that I wanted it to be settled because I wanted to like start my life. I'm like, oh, when I move out, I can start my life or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now I like care way less about that because it's just… There's no actual timeline. It's just all internalized things that we, all the messages that we get from society, but doesn't actually matter. Yeah, that's so true because when you're young, you receive the message that like after university, you are going off into your life and you are, you should never move back in with your parents because Mm -hmm. like you are an adult now and you live alone and all this stuff. But then you realize that everyone's situation is different. Mm -hmm. And if it makes more sense for you to live at home because you have no reason to, move out then why would you move out just because of like the pressure that society puts on you to do that yeah exactly and I think it's interesting because I've seen people I think it's on TikTok honestly where people will comment and say that moving out of your parents house like before you get married is a North American concept really so it just proves how socially constructed it is and definitely in North America there's a feeling that if you move back in with your parents like you're a failure Right. Like Mm -hmm. there's it's like the opposite of success because success here is like getting your own place and whatever, like living your own life separate from your family. But I know that is definitely not a thing in other countries. So it's just an example of how it doesn't really matter because it's just like social norms that don't really they're not even real. Like it's just things that we've all somewhat agreed on. But no one actually cares what you're doing. Also, like if you think that other people are like looking at you and are being like, oh, that's weird that she moved back in with her parents. Like, Mm -hmm. no one actually cares because they just are looking and thinking about themselves. Right. So, yeah, it's one thing I learned this year. And hopefully will carry that on with me throughout my life because I think there's always certain social pressures with every birthday and every, like, decade that you enter. Mm -hmm. There's different things that come up. So I think it's an important lesson. Next up, this one's short. I just said, big and good things take time. Um, Kind of self-explanatory, but I always have been someone who wants things to go quickly and like whatever it is, launch quickly, um, like be successful quickly. And I'm trying to think of other examples that aren't work-related, but just like rush through the parts of my life that I like don't want to be in, like the work parts of it, I guess. Next, I said, I don't need to feel settled. There's something exciting about not knowing what you're doing with your life. To a certain extent, I like routine, but also routine gets so boring so quickly. And you could be living this life that you thought that you wanted. Like I could be living in the most amazing place. Like say I want to live in New York City, which I do. 
But like you get the condo in New York City and then you see someone on Instagram that's living in Europe and you're like, oh, I should be living there instead. Right. Like you don't need to be settled in one place. And I've learned that about myself. Like I like to mix things up. I like to travel. I don't need to be like stuck with a lease somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I just want to be able to do exciting things in life. So next is another short one, but very important. I wrote, say yes to things. We never know when we're going back into lockdown. <laughs> that is a good point. That's yeah. actually been my motto this summer. Me and one of my friends who just got back from Europe after being gone for like two months mm-hmm. um, decided that we were just going to start saying yes to things like hanging out with people that we aren't that close with and stuff because honestly, it's always a good time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you end up being scared that it's going to be like awkward or like, yeah. I don't know, convincing yourself that it's not a good idea. And then sitting at home. And I feel like finally we have some freedom to be able to do things again. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you never know when we're going to go back into lockdown. So obviously being safe and stuff, but also saying yes to fun opportunities. Yeah. Don't stay home because you're worried about how it's going to turn out or if it's going to be awkward. Like Mm -hmm. things always end up being better than you think they're going to be afterwards. And usually you're happy that you went. So definitely say yes to things. So next thing I wrote down is just Pilates. Um, But this is because I really got into Pilates this year. I always actually did like different Pilates classes and I knew what it was. But I think when I started doing Forma in LA, I was just, I became obsessed with it. And it's the only thing that I do now. So I guess I learned about my love for Pilates and how amazing it is. I'm a big fan, as you can tell. I actually do like it. I tried it with you. Oh, yeah. And I would say it's a very, like, chill workout. Like, it's a nice way to work out. It's not super hard. You're not killing yourself. Yeah. But I actually have another point on this list. Maybe I'll jump to that one. I used to think that you need to do these crazy workouts and, like, super intense, Mm -hmm. strict diet, strict workout routine. Like, be super intense, tough love, that type of mentality. Yeah. And that's what you had to do in order to get the results that you wanted in terms of, like, physical appearance and even like feeling good as well mentally. Mm-hmm. But but I think that the Pilates honestly taught me that that's not the case at all. Like you can be chill. Like you can have a chill workout routine and like eat what you want in moderation and just not be obsessed. And that is actually how you'll get results because it's something you can do for the rest of your life. That's what I was going to say. The issue with everything else basically, like working out and doing a workout that's so intense that you can enjoy it or following such a strict diet and all of that is that it's not sustainable and you end up hating it. So yeah. like it's better to do something that you can enjoy and makes you feel good about yourself mm-hmm. because that's something that you can actually stick to and long-term you will be able to see results. Yeah, so true. Also, when I used to do super intense workouts like Barry's Bootcamp, for example, I would be so hungry after mm-hmm. that if you're talking about like a logical perspective, I would eat like all the calories that I burned in the workout. Right. So it's like you're killing yourself. You feel so tired and depleted. And then you have to eat more in order to like replenish your muscles and just like have more energy. So it's not always the best thing if you're like Mm -hmm. your goal is aesthetic only. Right. Which it it was never for me, but is definitely something to consider. My issue with those classes and stuff is I'm always just exhausted after. Mm -hmm. And the rest of my day is terrible because I'm so tired. Yeah. My body just can't like I can take it for an hour, I guess. But then… Everybody's like, what was that? Yeah, yeah. No, it's so true. That's the thing with everyone, I think. Okay, next on the list, I wrote down, 
confidence isn't something that's fixed or stagnant. It's something that you always have to work on. And also is something that you may feel one day. Like you can feel like, oh, I look so good and I feel so good and I like Mm -hmm. my personality, whatever it is. And then the next day you can like not feel that confidence or have it in certain amounts. It's not going to be something that's the exact same every single day. It's also not something that once you feel it once, you're going to feel it for the rest of your life. And that's just the way that everyone is. Even the people that you think are really confident have days that they don't feel like that. Yeah, that's a good point because I feel like it's easy to look at other people and be like, how are they so confident all the time? And I think it's because they aren't. Like, it's human nature to like go through phases of feeling better and worse about yourself. And I think it's unrealistic to expect someone to be confident all the time or Mm -hmm. happy all the time or whatever it is that you're seeing on social media and like all that I feel like generally makes people feel bad about themselves because they're like, why isn't that me? But I don't think that's really the person that you're looking at either. Right. That's the issue is we compare ourselves to somebody's Instagram feed where like I've never posted a picture of me not feeling good on my Instagram either. So it's just unrealistic and everyone knows that. But for some reason, it took me 24 years, I guess, to realize that that's a universally experienced feeling Mm-hmm. And it's fine. It's just like the way that it is. I think it's because of what you were saying before, because you don't ever see that side of things and everyone likes to pretend that it doesn't exist. So it's like, yeah. of course, people can tell you that. But unless you are like really seeing those people like not on their best days and stuff, mm-hmm. then it's hard to believe it. Yeah. Unless you know someone personally, usually they're not going to just like tell you on their social media about yeah. all their problems and the bad days that they have. Like, It's just not what social media is really used for. So it's fine. You just have to be aware of it. Okay, next, just a few more. I wrote down, I've learned that I can be critical of social messages in general. I know we were talking about social messages before, Mm -hmm. but just do what you want to do kind of thing. Like if you want to work late at night, you can work late at night. You don't have to feel bad about it because you're scared of being burnt out. Like just care more about what's going on with you and like how you actually feel rather than what society tells you you should feel about everything in life. But Mm -hmm. for me, I was talking specifically here about burnout and like working and resting and how much time you should spend with friends. I think everyone has different priorities in different phases of their life. And it's totally fine if yours are different than your friends. Yeah. And you kind of have to like tune out those messages because ultimately whatever is not like how you're truly feeling is all kind of just background noise and people's own their perspectives, their experiences, and their own feelings about themselves being projected onto you. Mm -hmm. And I think it really matters most about what makes you feel good. Like if you feel better staying up a bit later at night to work because that will, I don't know, like because that's what you want to do Mm -hmm. and you want to wake up a little bit later, then that's fine. Like I think that that's the funniest thing is like the work hours that you're expected to have. If you can work when you want to, like we can, then if you work better at night, like stay up. If Mm -hmm. you feel like you can't really hang out with friends that day because you'll be too worried about other stuff, then don't hang out with friends that day. Like Mm -hmm. I think really what matters most is what makes you feel good. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Next up, I have two life is too short. So number one, Life is too short to be quiet, shy, or introverted. You know, when you like kind of, you're putting yourself in a box because maybe you don't know people that well. You're not super comfortable. 
Like mm-hmm. life is too short not to just be yourself because you think it's going to be awkward or you're worried. Like you're thinking about what you're going to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Way to call me out. <laughs> <laughs> Calling myself out too. That's mm-hmm. something I learned this year. And also life is too short to pretend that you like things that you don't like or to do things that you honestly don't feel aligned with that make you feel bad. You know? That is a good It's point. all social pressure, but… Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next up, this one is for you, Lauren. No one is normal. I've learned that no one is normal. There's no such thing as normal. So just do you. Oh my gosh. This… Okay, you have to explain. We like, can't go into history. it. We can't Brief go history. into it on, on this episode. Oh my gosh. I'll talk we, fast. Okay, fine. Quickly. Okay, so basically Maddie had… I don't really know what you want to call it. A bit of a, a meltdown. Meltdown? <laughs> Last week. No, what's the word? Like… A conversation. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. A discussion. Discussion. A, a discussion. Yes. Because she found out that we all think she's weird. And then she was yeah. like, if I'm weird, who's normal? And she's trying to like figure out who in her life is normal and who's mm-hmm. weird. But then you were talking about it and you discovered that no one's really normal. Like there's some people that seem normal to you, but you're like, are they even really normal? Like there's things about them that's weird too. So. Yeah. I think that the thing is, if you think someone's normal, it's because they're similar to you. Because there's no actual normal. No one mm-hmm. is like the base level for normal. Right. Right? Like I think that someone's normal, maybe one of my friends, because we have similar qualities. That's a good Do you know point. what I mean? Like yeah. You think you're, you probably think you're normal. <laughs> I yeah. thought that I was normal before you guys called me out. So right. I didn't actually think that I was 100% normal. But um, like you do think you generally are normal. You're like doing the right things because it's That's you. what I would say. Like you think that everything that you're doing is right and that's why you're doing it. Like Exactly. Yeah. Because if you thought you were completely like not on track, you'd be, you wouldn't feel like you were normal. Right. Or you would you just be do doing it. something different. You because, would be changing it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We can go into that on another episode because that was just an interesting conversation. I've been asking all my friends about it. I'm like, hey, do you guys think I'm normal? Like answer honestly, but also be nice. Okay. We literally asked our grandpa. Yeah, he, he didn't really have much to say, though. He was like, yeah, you guys are awesome. <laughs> of course. He was like, I'll stay quiet. <laughs> okay, next up. I said life is very short. Oh, I've said a lot of life is short today. Yeah. Life is very short. I don't want to take things that bring you into the current moment, like something bad happening or, you know, when like something really sad or negative happens, you're like, wow, I appreciate my life so much because mm-hmm. it like just brings you to the current moment. Yeah. And… Whenever that happens, I always feel like, oh, I don't want another bad thing to have to happen for this feeling to occur again. Mm-hmm. So that's something that I learned this year is just, I don't know, being present and appreciating what you have. Like sometimes it's good to look back and be like, wow, my life is so good. Like mm-hmm. we always are worried about what we should be doing or what we don't have. But we don't really sit back and just appreciate what we actually do have. Right. Until something happens that makes you appreciate it. Right. Or if someone tells you like, you're so lucky for this. I'm like, oh, I guess. Like you kind of just, the good things that happen to you, you take for granted because it just becomes normal to you. Like that is what your normal is. Mm -hmm. And all the bad things are the abnormal kind of. Yeah. Because the day-to-day is usually like somewhat good. It's like routine. But you don't know how good your routine is until someone tells you or until something bad happens that like jolts you out of your life. Exactly. Until it's taken away or something like that. Yeah. It makes you really realize, oh, I had it so good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want it to take something really bad happening or anything like that for me to feel like I'm in the present moment. Only a couple more. We're almost at 24. 
Uh, next one short. I just said there's always more to learn. Life is all about learning. And I think accepting that you don't know everything is really important. Like you need to realize that like I forget. Oh, I'm trying to think of this saying. But basically it's like the smartest people know that they don't know everything. Yeah. No, I think that's a good point. It does drive me crazy that I don't know everything though. I like know. I don't think that I do. Know everything. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I want to. Mm-hmm. But I think that's right. Like smart people know that they don't know everything and they have room to grow and more to exactly. learn and everything like that. And that's what makes them smart because they're self-aware and they can continue to grow. Yep. Self-awareness is definitely key. The next thing I said is I want to be uncomfortable. Kind of going back to what I said before about not wanting to be in a routine. Mm-hmm. But I'm young still. I know you think I'm old, Lauren. But this is the time in my life that I don't need to be routine. Like your life is, you have a long life of routine ahead of you. And like not boring life, but you know, things get a little routine. Even if you had a very exciting like 20s, 30s, you know, when you're single, you don't have a lot of responsibilities. Like hopefully eventually I'm more settled and I have responsibilities. Mm -hmm. But right now I might as well just do what I want to do and maybe like go live somewhere else. Just do the things that you want to actually do when you can. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's a good point, especially if you want to like have kids one day and stuff. And Mm then once you have kids, like, a big part of your life becomes them. Like you have to, every decision you make, you have to kind of make around your family and stuff. And I feel like now you are young and you don't really have anyone that's that dependent on you Mm -hmm. and that affected by your decisions. So you might as well do what you really want to do right now while you can. Yeah, it goes back to the thing that people say, like when you're young, you have time and you have energy but you don't have money usually to do things that you want to do. And when you're old, usually you have more money, but you have less time and less energy. So if you wait till later in life, like you'll never do the things that you want to do. Mm -hmm. You kind of, it's hard to figure out though. That's the problem is when you're young, you're like, oh, I should be doing this. And I can't really make it work because I have to like work my job or I don't have money to do it. But Mm -hmm. if you can figure out how to do the things that you want to do when you're young, then you should. That's kind of how I'm feeling now. Mm -hmm. Like, I should just do something different. Like, stop being stuck in a routine because I feel like I should be. And the last thing that I learned is it's getting harder and harder to think of things that I learned, like I said in the beginning, because I'm getting older. But I hope you guys liked my list. That was 24 things that I learned at 24. Thank you for the round of applause. Thank you. There's a really large insect on the door that I'm getting a little bit concerned about. Oh my um, gosh, how long have you been watching? <laughs> I've been watching the bug over there for a few minutes now. I'm keeping my eyes on She's him. doing so. some crawling. Yeah, so we're going to have to go retrieve that insect. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Um, go like my birthday post. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> We hope you guys love that episode. Yeah, it was so much fun for us. Make sure to leave us a review and a rating. You can also follow us on Instagram at The Sister Diary. My Instagram is at Maddie Orlando. And my Instagram is at LaurenOrlando88. And we have a Facebook group for The Sister Diary. So if you search it up and request, I don't even know how Facebook works, Maddie. Request to be joined, we will approve you. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. So if you want to hear more of us, tune in next Friday for our next episode. Bye. Bye. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.